on, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the BAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Petter. And I'm your host, Max Van Drenen. And on this episode, we are going to preview the NBA season and do our award predictions. And we are back for another episode of the BAM Sports Podcast. In today's episode, the NBA season has finally arrived. Today is Tuesday, October 19th, and we have games today. Tonight. Real meaningful games. Starting at 6.30, baby. Yes. We got... These are good games, Two tough ones. Two tough ones today. Yeah. Tonight. uh, The first one is Bucks-Brooklyn. Yep. That's... No Kyrie, though. No Kyrie. And then second game is Lakers-Warriors. That's going to be... LeBron and Steph going at it. We We got the old... Healthy, healthy LeBron and Steph. Healthy. Let's make that clear. Healthy LeBron and Steph. This is gonna be a great opening night. This oh, this is a- like one of the best we've had in a while. I've been telling I've been telling my parents that today's a holiday. Today's opening a, day. Today's a holiday and this is NBA. I've Be- had NBA TV on hey, my TV all day. Best opening sport opening day in sports. Just saying. I agree. Best opening day in sports. Um, that might be a little biased because I like basketball a little more than all the other sports, but I believe it's best opening day in it's, sports. It's better than that first Thursday night football game. It's better it's than opening baseball. baseball. It's better than... Uh, I mean, that's really... Uh, it's better than the opening ceremony at the Olympics. Uh, it's better than like opening whatever golf... I don't know. After the first tee shot. The first yeah. tee shot. I mean, come on. It's opening day basketball. Like, come on. Nothing beats basketball. That's all I'm going to say. So we got a big slate. We got NBA awards. We're going to go over some headlines. And we're going to give you guys our title predictions. Who's Whoa. winning, the, who's winning the title this year? All right, bet. So uh, let's start off with the headlines. Uh, really weird Zion Williamson story. Uh so apparently he fractured his foot around summer league, and nobody knew about it. And then got surgery, but no one knew about it. Mm, no, not at all. They're hiding it. And now it came out. Now he's gonna miss a few. He's gonna miss quite a bit. At least he's probably gonna miss at least the first month and a half. That's 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 quite a bit, man. And this Pelicans team kind of needs. It, it's not like you I mean, can play without him. I mean, you lost Lonzo. Yeah. You lost your right for Devontae Graham. Exactly. And so now you don't have that play, really playmaker. Because I don't really see Devontae as a playmaker. Playmaker, I see him more of a scorer. Yeah, you. they're going to have to rely on their young players like uh, Nikhil. Uh, Alexander Walker. Yeah, and uh, rely on that Trey Murphy rookie out of Virginia. That's tough to lean on. Yeah, and what's weird is like you can't play without him. Like, you can't play the same system because you got Valanchunas. Yeah, it's completely different. It's a whole different vibe. And going that first month and a half at least is going to be brutal. And I don't, there's no way. It's going to be tough for the Pelicans to come back when Zion gets back because they're going to go down hard. And on media day, Zion looked fat. Yeah. To put it bluntly, he was fat. And we all saw, you saw that picture. Hey, but that's kind of how James Harden was last year and Luca. But does Zion want to leave? I doubt it. He he loves New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, he likes I mean that, of course, uh, he likes the food. Yeah, he likes that Louisiana seafood down there. But 
really bizarre story. Uh, I don't think Pelicans don't have a chance to make the playoffs, right? Not not like this. No, no. it's going to be too tough to overcome what they're, how much they're going to go down at the beginning of the year, the first month and a half. That's putting a lot of pressure on Brandon Ingram. That, and that's I, what I'm saying. And he's I like he, he's good. He's not. He's not that guy. He's not. That he's guy. not that guy. Yeah, he's a one-time All-Star, but he's not that guy, right? Zion is that guy. He's he makes or breaks a season. Exactly. Brandon Ingram. Brandon, and, Brandon Ingram and Zion kind of feed off of each other a little bit, right? Yeah. Right? B.I. had that one amazing year, all-star, most improved, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He had that year, and we thought he was going to mm-hmm. improve from there, right? Kind of took a little slip last took year. Took a little slip last year with Zion mm-hmm. and Lonzo and all those guys they had last year. And then Lonzo's out the door Lonzo's in a much now, better situation. Oh, Lonzo, Lonzo in Chicago? We ought to talk about Chicago here in a sec, but... Dark horse NBA champs. They're dark. Ooh. They're dark horse contenders. But no, Brandon Ingram doesn't have Lonzo anymore. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't have Zion for the first month, right? Yeah. They lost Stephen Adams in that rebounding, yeah. right, to the Grizzlies for Valanciunas. I mean, Valanciunas, great. Oh he, no, he's, he's good. He's, he's good. Good. I think it's an improvement over like an you think overall game. You think than he's Stephen Adams. okay? But Stephen Adams yeah, has that adds, rebounding and strength and all that stuff. He adds the. He. I mean, he's. He has more offensive power. Yeah, more but can still power. do the rebounding stuff. Yeah. I think overall, like, for team-wise, it's an upgrade. But still, it's Valanchunas. Exactly. It's not you know, Zion. You, you never know what you're going to get with Valanchunas. You know what you're going to get with Zion. Yeah, and we don't know. This is his first year with the team. It's a new coach this year. They fired Stan Van Gundy. Sad to see him go. I mean, it didn't miss him. Not going to miss him. You know, didn't like him while he was here. But now That's they have true. Willie Green, assistant from the Clippers. It's going to be an interesting situation. Uh, the franchise is just terrible. Yeah, it hasn't been great since they changed to the, the Pelicans. Pelicans will be Pelicans, you know? Pelicans. I mean, like, why would, why would you change your name to the Pelicans? No offense, Pelican fans, but like... Are you... What, like, what made you decide to be a Pelican? Out of all guess, the things you could have been, like guess, a, a pelican. Yeah, they're close, close to the sea. I know, you know but I know, but it's like a pelican. It would be bad. <laughs> it's it's a pelican, dude. I think. Well, when you think of a pelican, what do you think? I don't know. I don't really, I don't really think about anything. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. I didn't even think about it like, like that. Hornet, Hornets was cool. New Orleans Hornets. Yeah, that but was Charlotte cool. Hornets. I, I New Orleans Charlotte style. Hornets. Whatever. That, that was cool. But then I, I remember that year they changed to the Pelicans. I was like, New Orleans Hornets is where it's at. Why would you change your name to the Pelicans? Who knows? Who okay. Knows? Sorry, we got so a little, we no, got a little off track there. Let's no, no chance to make the playoffs. I don't think so. Does Zion do his big extension? Yes. Once his rookie deal is done. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. Almost one hundred percent. Almost one hundred percent. Almost one hundred percent. I want to say one hundred percent because then something's gonna happen. He's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, hey." Uh, I'm gonna give it a ninety-five. Way, I think there's a five percent. I think there's a five percent chance that he just does not want to be there. Yeah, I can see that. Um, the other big storyline. I mean, we could we could talk about Kyrie, but this is a sports podcast. We're not gonna get political about the vaccines and all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but who we can talk about. Is our favorite player that we like to make fun of is Ben Simmons, Mister Mister No Three Pointer, Mister Can't Do Anything, Can't Shoot a Free Throw. All he can do is play defense. Sorry, Ben Simmons, but so Ben Simmons, we hate on you a little bit after that atrocious loss in the playoffs to the Atlanta Hawks. Let's not even get into that. 
where we did, if, we did we did a separate podcast on that. Y'all should go listen to that. And, you know, and, we tried to get the we tried to get them to trade him to the Thunder. They didn't listen to us. Nope. Um, it's 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 been rough. It's been rough for Ben Simmons. He's had it's been a quiet off season from him. You know, but the rumor what have what been floating around. Like I have crazy. a question. What does Ben Simmons do every off season? What what does he do? Oh, I, I think uh, yeah, he shoots threes. Vid- there's videos of him shooting threes at like oh with Rondo with, with Rondo and like at these open gyms and stuff. You got with videos Chris of Berkeley. him. Yeah, you got videos of him actually working on his three pointer. But dude's too scared to shoot it in a dang game. Like if you're it's too a, scared, I, it's if a, you're it's gonna confidence. practice it, if you're gonna practice it, practice something that you're gonna do in the game. Don't don't get everybody's hopes up of you practicing the three pointer in the off season He's been and not torturing. do nothing and not do nothing in the in the actual game and not even attempt them. Not even attempt a fifteen foot shot. Like bro, a simple have, jump shot is all I'm we're asking. You, I'm telling you, all, all all we want is just okay. At least shoot the ball and see where it goes. Like yeah. that the game like Gian, look at Giannis. Giannis couldn't shoot worth the crap. But yeah, but then we now, saw the finals. He un- he he unlocked it. That's what I'm saying. It, it's really the same it. situation. But Giannis decided to work on it in the game and work on it at, at game speed, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. Ben Simmons is over here not even caring. You know, I saw a video. I saw a video of Ben Simmons working out. Yeah. Or like doing training or whatever. Yeah. And he was coming off a screen, right? Yeah. And they were working on defenders going over the screen. Rather than under. Oh yeah, because so, that's what NBA because that's what smart have, NBA yeah. players like all these veterans. That's that, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna go over the screen and, and when you're not driving, let you when, shoot when you're driving to the basket. When you're driving to the basket and just not let you shoot because you're that good of a shooter. I mean, if that was like LeBron, okay, then that exactly. makes sense. If it was Curry, you better go over the screen, right? Yeah, maybe maybe we start seeing. Giannis do that. Yeah, that's Giannis. Who knows? His his shots looking a little smooth, but I'm telling you, I saw that video. I was like, why, why, why are they working on defenders going over the screen with Ben Simmons? Like, if you're gonna work on something, work on something that's gonna happen in the game, rather than work on something that never gonna happen ever in the history of his career. I just, I'm just lost with the whole Ben Simmons thing. I think it's a confidence issue. I think he's a little sensitive. I think there's a worth ethic issue. I think that it's just not good for him to exactly. be in Philly. Because it's, Philly's fans, I mean, in every sport, they are brutal. toxic. Brutal. Doesn't matter. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Philly, Philly, Philly fans. Philly in oh general, not the best place to be if you are not inclined to take criticism. And, bro, here, here's the thing with Ben Simmons. Like, say... You're playing the Philadelphia 76ers, and Ben Simmons is still on the 76ers at this point. If you're losing by 10, 15 points, just start fouling Ben. Put in, put in like a defense offensive sub. Just start fouling Ben with some players that don't really get to play a lot. Just start fouling Ben Simmons. That's all you gotta do. And you'll come back in no time. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he he's been in the gym working on his free throws and shooting. No, probably not. Probably not. But I, I, I don't assume so. We, we get tricked every year of videos of Ben Simmons working in the offseason, shooting, shooting, shooting. Can you think of a player that we've had like this before? Where we see them do all this crazy stuff in the offseason, but then they just never do it? Not, not off the top of my mind. I mean, I just can't. I just don't understand. It makes zero sense. Like, if you're going to work on something, work on it like you're going to do it in the game. Yeah. 
But the rumors over him, with him over the offseason have been extensive. We saw him get rumored to be talking to every single team in the NBA. Probably. Um, I would assume The Sixers so. wanted to trade him to any team possible. Um, and they wanted the Kings ransom for it. Um, have you thought about where you would like to see Ben Simmons play next? Because he's, he's, I don't think he's going to want to play a single game in Philly. Honestly, we talked about this a little bit before. Yeah. Before we started the podcast. But Sacramento? Yes. For De'Aaron? How, how, how many national televised games do the Kings get, you think? You think we, Not many. Do we get to watch them on Christmas? Never. Nope. Do we get to watch them on any holiday? Nope. Where it's an NBA do holiday? We, do we get to watch them in the playoffs? Nope. Nope. What is... How could it be any worse than to go to a place that gets no... Really no national media coverage and you just let Ben Simmons, Tyrese Halliburton, Davion Mitchell work? They exactly. just... They have a bunch of young guys. You. They have a bunch of young guys, but... Yeah, but for a Ben Simmons trade, would you do... De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald for Ben Simmons. I think the I think Philly's gonna have to throw another player in there. Yeah. But I think yeah, like maybe like a Corkmaz or maybe a. I wouldn't throw in Thibel. Yeah, I was think, Philly's I was think, losing too much defense. I was thinking Thibel. It's there's no point in trading for like Maxi. Yeah, so they already get, they're, they're trading young. for a guard, and they have two guards. Exactly. Draft plus back to back years. Plus, he's young. I don't think Philly's gonna want to do that because Tyrese Maxey had a few games last year where he put up some points. He can score the ball a little bit. He, he has a lot of potential. I, I'm I'm a big fan of him. Um, but Ben Simmons, he got fined for not showing up to training camp, and then Suspended. recently, I think either yesterday or today, um, it was announced that he was gonna be suspended for a game. They, see, Philly just needs to drop all the stuff, drop all the crap that's happening with him and just either release him or just they're de- They have just to trade, trade him. him. You have to trade him. I think they're trying to ask for too much. I think Joel Embiid enough can make you at least a six seed. Yeah. When healthy, most definitely. Most you're definitely. a six seed with Joel Embiid. And uh, rough, rough Philly. Rough scene in Philly. Trust the process, though. Yeah, yeah. You Trust know, this, the process. This was your one of your franchise cornerstones, and you just wanted to get rid of them completely. Um, so let's go to our predictions. You know, we got a lot of good predictions here. But you want wait? You want you want to do? I was thinking we go we go into the trades because we were talking about Ben Simmons getting traded and everything. We just transfer on into the trades. Let's do that. So, I made a list. I made a list of players that we think should be, or I at least think should be traded or bought out. And I'm going to ask for your opinion. Okay? Hit me. Number one on my list. Miles Turner. Yes. Center for the Indiana Pacers. Yes, it doesn't work. It doesn't work with uh, Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Miles Turner struggles with Sabonis. Sabonis struggles with Miles Turner. And Sabonis is their star player. Mm-hmm. Multiple time all-star. Yeah. 
you know, they want to they want to run their offense through him, and if he's not happy with how things are going with him and Miles Turner, yeah, you know, then it's just going to create a tough situation in Indiana. Yeah, you know, so I agree. Turn Miles Turner. Where would you like to see him? We're we're also talking about this. Uh, we're thinking about it, or I was thinking about it, and I was looking at it, uh, and I went to uh, NBA trade machine. Of course. ESPN's greatest accomplishment. 100%. And I put Miles Turner into a little trade simulation thingy and and Jeremy Lamb. And I traded both of them to the Mavericks. To the Dallas Mavericks for Kristaps Porzingis. If if Kristaps Porzingis has the same season he has last year. If he has a better season than he did last year with the Mavs. Would you ask for more? Would you still trade I, him if he had I don't, it? I don't know if I would trade him because it depends on how good the team is doing. What's So if he averages 20 and 9, and let's go 34, 35% from three. Keep him. You're keeping him. Keeping Kristaps. Keeping That's fair. But if he ends up with 15, five rebounds. Yeah. Get his butt out of Dallas. Yeah. Get his butt out of Dallas. Because we saw all that last year. We saw it in the playoffs. Dude, one game is 7-3. Got three rebounds. I think... Eight points and three rebounds. Eight points and three rebounds. And he's supposed to be the second star on this team with Luka. And so... No, that's that's Tim Hardaway Jr.'s role now. That's what I'm saying. It, It completely changed. Completely changed and transferred to... Tim Hardaway Jr., and that puts more pressure on Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. If he's not on, the Mavs are going to lose by 20. Yeah. If Tim Hardaway doesn't drop 20, the Mavs are going to lose. That's what it got to last year. That's rough. Now, there was a stretch where Tim Hardaway was dropping 20 like like no other. Yeah, especially towards the end of the season. Here he was Exactly. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the season, more towards playoff time. Right? Yeah. Hardaway was getting 20, maybe 5, 20, and like 3. Like, but, like, with just, like, but with like four or five threes a game. Right? Exactly. And that was a big time stretch for the Mavs. Yeah. And he took that role, that second mm-hmm. play. He's not even like a star. Like no one, he, he won't ever be an all-star. But he took that second star, in quotes, uh, t- took that second role. star yeah. role on the Mavericks. And he's not a second best player on a championship team. If you put him on... On any of the other contenders, he's at best a third. Third, maybe four. Yeah. Like, that's why... And we, we, we gave Kristaps all this money. We traded him for all these picks, for all this stuff, because he was an all-star in, in New York. But Tim Hardaway Jr. is playing the best from that trade. He... I... If... if I'm telling... Dude, like, Tim Hardaway, we, we got... we The best asset we got from that trade is Tim Hardaway. One hundred percent. The I best, agree. the best asset, because Kristaps hasn't done jack crap. He's he I agree. he missed the whole year because his knee and the whole situation with the, mm-hmm. you know, all the all the stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. We don't we don't want to talk about that here, but like all the stuff that he's going through, like okay, yeah, I get it. But you come back, you you say you're one hundred percent healthy. Yeah. And you come out and you drop about eight points and three rebounds as a seven three center in the NBA. In a playoff game. Yeah. That's what drew the line for me. He had point guards on the opposing teams out-rebound him. He had probably Jalen Brunson out-rebounded him. Yeah. 
And so that that's just my take on it. I didn't, so you, so Chris Epps has to average twenty and nine or more, and you that's you wouldn't trade him anything less. You unless he improves his rebounding. If he averages a, a double double, then yeah. Maybe if his defense steps up a little bit, yeah. but. But I think a good spot for Miles Turner is the Clippers. That'd be deadly. Yeah, give them another, give them a solid center option. They haven't had a good center since I mean, DeAndre Jordan. Their center right now is Ivica Zubac. Yeah, and I actually I create I did the NBA trade machine as well, and I just put Luke Kennard and Zubac in the trade for Miles Turner. Probably would there would be picking there. Um, I had Ben Simmons on this list. Um, we already talked about him. Yeah, a buyout candidate. I have, I have two. Got a maybe, I got two, maybe even three. Uh, let's go first one. Goran Dragic, also best scenario, he goes to the Mavs. Best scenario, he goes to the Mavs. I think so. If not, I don't know where he's going. I, don't, I mean, there have been rumors and stuff about Dragic, like in the in this off season that Dragic was going to sign with the Mavs. He was going to do all the stuff. Was but supposed to buy him out beforehand, but they kept him. So who knows? Yeah. I love Goran Dragic with all my heart. Big Miami Heat guy. I love him. He's an he's an icon in Miami. Um, another one, uh, Kevin Love and John Wall. I'm gonna I'm gonna See, loop them into one. I I don't know where what's gonna happen with both those guys. I have no clue because they've just been so far off the radar these past few years with injuries and mm-hmm. just I, I don't know what's gonna happen with those guys. It's like I mean Kevin I Love's know. contract is insane. John Wall's contract insane. is insane. I mean, ben, Kevin Love this year is going to make $31 million, and John Wall's going to be making $44 million. They Kevin. both have two years left in their contract. They are way out of range in buyout. Way out. Yeah. There's no way that Cleveland would buy out 60 probably $60 million. And there's no way they're going to... Houston's going to do... Close to ninety. There's no way they would do that. There's just financially that would be basically like dropping a bomb in your finances and just hoping that nothing gets. Broken. Yeah, it's a bull in a china shop. Drop trying to do a buyout with someone with two years left on their contract of that magnitude. Um, Can't believe they got that much money. Yeah, an interesting one is uh, Jeremy Grant. Of the great De- season, Detroit Pistons. Honestly, great like, season. Could have been a good stats, bad teams year, but I think that he wants to be a number one, or at least wants to be a, on a good team. Yeah. He. Uh, they drafted Kate Cunningham this past year. They are not going to be looking for his offense that much. So, I have a trade for you. Let Jeremy Grant and Cassius Stanley, you know we got to make the player mm-hmm. numbers work, goes to Boston for Josh Richardson, Aaron Naismith, and Grant Williams. Who says no to that trade? Because I think Boston would like that. If, John, if uh, Bradley Beal is out of range for them, yeah, that's where we could see something really interesting. Now, would you keep Jason Tatum at the four, or would you move him down to three? Let Jeremy Grant run the four. I think I would have rather have Tatum at the four and Grant at the three. 
Or, I mean, or it's interchangeable at that point. Okay. It's what it's probably on for defense. It'd probably just be whatever is the best matchup, size wise. Because Tatum's I, honestly an underrated defender. I don't know if the Pistons say yes. Yeah, I don't know because because after the season that Grant just had, you know, he was putting up good numbers, like most mm-hmm. improved player numbers. Yeah, and so after what. Honestly, not even being a yeah. relevant player. What if we removed Grant Williams for Peyton Pritchard? Now, that's where it gets interesting. But I, mean, I think that limits their guard depth a lot. No, it does. And so that's why I think that they say no. I mean, it all works out financially. financially. Yeah, financially it works out. But I think... Jeremy Grant going to Boston would be his best, the best, his best case scenario. But if if all Boston has to offer is basically Josh Richardson, then then it's not it's not gonna work. Like I mean, this isn't two K, so it's like not gonna. Yeah. So it's yeah. just because like there's no star value yeah. on any of these players, right? To have their value go up like on two K. Yeah. The yeah. I'm. I'm just. I don't know. No, it's. I'm it's just a trying. Good I'm just thought. trying. I just can't figure out where to put him. If I just don't know, go where to Boston real quick. I I just don't understand where to put. Um, Cause Boston wise, Boston had a really weird off season, and I just don't know what to do with them. Now, if you see Boston, if you want them to go to Boston, I just don't know who, who they would, who they, who they have to give up. Really, I mean, would it be Marcus Smart? I would think I was would thinking more do, Marcus Smart. Would you do a Marcus Smart and Richardson for maybe let's let's see who else? I'm trying to think of. You're gonna have to get a guard right out, out of Detroit. You do Jeremy Jeremy Grant and you're gonna have to get a guard out of maybe Detroit. A, maybe they're not they're not gonna let you touch Killian Hayes or Kate Cunningham, right? Those are wait, your two wait. main guard options on Detroit. Probably it'd have to be either Diallo or Josh Jackson. It ha- I feel like, I can you think of another team that could use Jeremy Grant and would be a better situation for him than, I mean, no, like, I think the East is the bet, like, where the most activity is going to be. What do you think about Phoenix? I want to, I want to talk about Phoenix just like as a, what do you think about Phoenix? What would, okay, so how would how would that work? What would get, what would have what would have to go? So so obviously obviously you got Jeremy Grant, who's making twenty, he's making twenty mil. He's making twenty million. I don't know how right? you're gonna make the contracts match. That's the thing. I didn't know where the contracts were matching up at. Plus maybe we, maybe Jeremy plus, Grant uh, Jeremy Grant for Jake Crowder. If I'm Phoenix, I'm already saying that. For Jay Crowder, really? I Jay Crowder. He okay, was, he was. Good. He's great. He's great defensively. Plus, you need him for the playoffs. You do. Jay Crowder he's is like, a playoff guy. But I was thinking on the on the edge of like Jay Crowder, and maybe you can't do Jay. See, and yeah, it's Sarch, hard. And, I, I was have, thinking Jay and Sarge. I just. I, I don't know. This is rough, you know. The so Pistons, I can see, I can see Grant on Phoenix though. I could see him playing 
with D Book, CP3, and DeAndre Aiden. That'd be a, that'd be a dangerous team. Yeah, I'm just like I was thinking. I feel like he has to go to the Eastern Conference because the Eastern Conference could any one of these teams could make a big trade. I feel yeah. Like. Um, I was also thinking Charlotte. Um, they could if they're feeling crazy. And Kelly Oubre plays bad, like I expect. Like he him. played, he did. He had like a he little did off, year. off off year last year. You go maybe a Oubre and maybe an Ish Smith. Give a veteran point guard on that team. Yeah, even for Jeremy Grant. Yeah, true. No, Oubre. I mean, honest, imagine honestly, the, imagine the amount of highlights we're going to see Oubre and Cade Cunningham on in that right? scenario. But what if you do, okay, what if you do Cunningham, not Cunningham, my bad, absolutely not. Killian? Killian Hayes and Grant, PJ Washington and Kelly Oubre. Who says no? Who says no to that? I say, I say Charlotte says no. You think Charlotte says no? Because you're getting, you're getting. Because it's Killian Hayes. Um, I'm not sure if they would want. Because they are backing up Lamelo. I just don't. I. <sighs> Jeremy Grant's one of the most interesting things. No, I it's feel like tough. After it's I was tough. thinking of these lists, I was looking through everybody's rosters. And I was like, Jeremy Grant's going to be an interesting player to have on this. You can go about it so many different ways. It's it's honestly very entertaining, and. Another Eastern Conference player, Terrence no, Ross. No one really cares. Or like Terrence no, Ross. He's not that guy. That he, no. he's all these other guys on here are like okay, yeah, they they would they would help a lot. Terrence Ross is like that. Terrence Ross is role. Like, he's like that role player. Like I don't. Uh, he's like that. My destination for him was uh, Denver. 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 You know, yeah. Yeah. Always use another guy. Will Barton always gets hurt. Yeah. So I feel kind like of kind of gives me Will Barton vibes. I feel like they're kind of the same player too. They're literally except the same one, player. Terrence Ross will dunk on you hard. Will Barton can get up. Well, Terrence Terrence Ross was oh this close to being a dunk contest champion. Will Barton was in a, was in one. I guess they are basically. The same they are player. basically literally almost the same. One player, player just has played in Toronto and Orlando. Like yeah. The other one's played in Denver and Portland. Yeah. So See, Buddy Buddy Hield now is interesting. Well, Buddy Hield, I feel like, would be in that deer and fox, but in himself yeah. for Ben Simmons trade. I feel like yeah, that's I, I the agree. best I, I agree. place. Philly is the best place he could be. I don't know where else. I couldn't think of any. I mean, now now off we're off the top of my head at least. Yeah. Now we're on. Now we're in a debate. Like on like personally, I was looking at like. Kevin Herter just got a big deal. Would yeah. you who would you rather have on your team, Kevin Herter or Buddy Hield? Buddy Hield didn't shoot the ball great last year like he has in the past. Kevin Herter performed in the playoffs. Kevin Herter can shoot. He can. Kevin Herter. Yeah, I, I would take Kevin Herter. The Ginger Pagea. Ginger Pagea. That's what I'm gonna start calling him. So now it's time. Now it's time for predictions. We got. <laughs> MVP, Defense Player of the Year, Most Improved Player, Rookie of the Year. Let's let's start low and go high, like low to like MVP. Let's start with Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, Blake. I'll give you the floor. So, 
here's my point of view on my rookie of the year. You got guys like Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Davion Mitchell, Jalen Green, all these guys, mm-hmm. right? Cade Cunningham going to be the number one option on his team with mm-hmm. a little help from Grant. Yeah. Right? Evan Mobley, mm-hmm. one or two, one or two option, right? Because they're... Colin Sexton might exactly. be traded. I should put him on. We should put him on the list. Colin we Sexton? Should have, could have, would have. But Evan Mobley, you know, Colin Sexton can go get his bucket whenever he's feeling it. He's going to take the ball. He, he's going to be yeah. ball down whenever he's feeling it. Yeah. Now you got Jalen Green. Davion Mitchell is more of a defensive player. I, I see zero I don't scenarios. Think, I don't think Davion he Mitchell. wins. I, we saw some people say Davion's going to win. But mm-hmm. I unless he just breaks out shooting, just doesn't miss. I feel like that crazy. would be a scenario if they do trade De'Aaron Fox and like Tyrese Halliburton's out. Exactly. The and now, now they desperate need, need. Now they need the scoring. So now yeah. Davion Mitchell is forced to go score. But my pick here is Jalen Green. Okay. Good pick. He Good he pick. played in the G League. He did, he skipped college to go play in the G League. Really smart. Smart. You know, got, kind of got the feel of playing. Uh, uh, He's like playing in, with in a, pros. In a professional level, right? He is the number one. Uh, there's no debate. He is the number one option for this Houston Rockets team. Right? There isn't really anybody that. The only debate would be Christian Wood. Exactly. But it's Christian Wood. But it's Christian Wood. And he's he's going to stay down low a little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jalen Green, I think he he could have. It's not a breakout year because he hasn't played yet, but he could have a year where he goes gets 18, 19, I was thinking maybe probably, twenty. Yeah, eighteen, nineteen, maybe twenty, right? And he and he's a scorer too. Yeah, he scores. He's he's he's, he's not, crafty. He's very crafty. He's quick. Mm-hmm. He, I saw him watching the preseason a little bit. He can get up. Summer league. Some, I was watching oh, him. Yeah. It was summer league was nice. Mm-hmm. Summer league and preseason, all those games, yeah. he was he he was he was getting his buckets, he was getting his points, and so. But that's summer league, that's preseason. No mm. one's really like. Okay. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But, He's playing. It's not gonna get very much attention being in Houston. Exactly, but I think if he puts up the stats and numbers, he's the best player on his team. He's gonna be the, their only option really on offense. Yeah. And so I I can see him. That Jalen Green is my pick to win Rookie of the Year. I have a player. That I've loved since he was in college. Uh, I was talking to you about this when March Madness was going on. I'm in love with this guy. I think his game translates perfectly to the NBA. It's Evan Mobley out of USC. Yep. He was... He's just... I just think he's so good. I think even though he's playing in Cleveland with Kevin Love, Laurie Markkinen... And Jared Allen, crowded big men. I think he's going to rise above. Uh, and I think him and Allen is actually a very interesting mix uh, for them to play with each other. It's going to be interesting. I think I think it'll work, though. Because I think Evan Mobley's going to be able to expand his range and perform at a very, very high level. Um, or... I mean, if Evan Mobley doesn't win Rookie of the Year, he's going to. It's going to be a steady increase in statistics. 
Yeah. Till once he hits his prime at probably, hopefully, 26 and whatever. Um, so, Evan Mobley's my pick. Your pick's Jalen Green. Let's go to most, Im- most Improved Player of the Year. Um, I'm interested to see who you go here. You want to go first or me? You got this. No, I'm not. I haven't always been the biggest fan of this guy. But it's OG Ananobi. OG out Ananobi, of Toronto. Out of Toronto. This is a weird Raptors team. This Raptors squad is like shells of that 2019 championship team. It's... With, and then you got rookies. We got Scotty Barnes on the team. Then you got young guys like uh, Fred VanVleet. We're gonna call him young yeah. still. And it's a interesting team. He improved a lot. He was hurt though for majority of the year, but last year he played thirty something games. He had um, averaged thirty minutes a game, but averaged sixteen and six as yeah. the third. Maybe even fourth scoring option on the team. That's not too bad. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ojianobi is my dark horse most improved player of the year. I think it's a breakout year for him. Blake, who do you have? I like your I like your thought process over OG Ananubi, because he's he's more of a defensive minded guy. I think mm-hmm. I I mean he can go score. I think he averaged like what it was it was 16? like 16, 15 sixteen ish, and so I like that. But go on, you know man. I was kind of I kind of just changed mine, just changed mine because I started looking at it more into the stats. Who was it before? It my, before it was Shake one of the most un underappreciated players in the NBA just because he plays in OKC. Of course, yeah. And it's Shea, it was my boy Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. And I was looking more into the stats, and I was just like, yeah, he, he's underappreciated. You know, maybe he'll blow up this year, do this. But the dude averaged 20, 23, 6, and 5 last year. He would have to average at least. He would have to average. 28. In order exactly. To be, yeah. In order okay. to be most improved. Okay. And so... I was looking more deeper into it, and I came across uh, Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Denver. Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter you Jr. Know, is nice. He's, what did he, he average last year? He averaged 19, 7, and 1. Oh, that's a good pick. But That's a good pick. Yeah. And I know he's he's had trouble with his back. You know, he had to go through all that surgery with his back. In high school, college, mm-hmm. he could have been a way better player. Like he would have his, at least been a his athleticism. Yeah, his athleticism would have been way better than it is right now, because mm-hmm. he's already had so many surgeries on his back. He there there were times where he couldn't even walk, right? Yeah, and he's starting to play at a good level of basketball. He's a, he's starting to play as like that guy. He's you know, and it's hard with Jokic and mm-hmm. Jamal Murray. But last year with Jamal Murray getting hurt. It kind of helped him blossom into that mentality of having, okay, I'm I'm the scorer. I'm that guy that needs to go get a bucket. Yeah, it's going to be a very good situation for that, him. I'm. It is. I'm jealous. I'm it jealous is. of your pick. I wish I thought that. Appreciate I mean, it. It was. 
And that's a that is an overall and so you pick. You think about it, you know, he's I think he's got a chance to go get maybe twenty five, maybe nine rebounds. I mean he dude dude's six ten mm-hmm. and maybe get a few more assists in there and he's then got, he's, he's a shooter. Yeah, and then maybe get that all star that, that all star kinda like B I did, Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. You know, get that all star, get that most improved. So I think it's possible. I think that's a good pick. I think he's a, he has a great shot at getting that first award of his career. That's that's a good one. Uh, let's let's go to our bench guys. Who's your sixth man? D Rose, D Rose, D Rose, D Rose, D Rose, D Rose, D Rose. Yeah, I'm gonna go Derrick Rose. I'm gonna go Derrick Rose. Okay. In New York. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Derrick Rose. He's I s- he's coming off of a good, great year. Yeah, I I don't think this is why I think it won't be Derrick Rose. Kimba, Emmanuel quickly taking another step. Derrick Rose is gonna be maybe the second or third guard in defense on Emmanuel quickly. R.J. Barrett's gonna be in that lineup. I mean, he's still, gonna be facilitating. Kimba didn't perform last year. No, but Kimba's taking that starting spot. I know if something happens though. Kimba, Kimba probably something will probably I'm, happen. I'm just saying I like I don't know. D Rose averaged like 15 last year. I I, I can see him averaging about the think, same. I don't think it's gonna take much. I don't think there's gonna to have. It just depends on what everyone else does. Uh, Jordan Clarkson's is not Lou Williams or Jamal Crawford. No, Jordan Clarkson won't win it again. I yeah. He had even though I don't honestly I don't know about that anymore because the Jazz are gonna be like the best regular Apparently. season team and then combust in the playoffs. Happens the past three years. Yeah. I yeah, you know it's not a bad pick. Uh only concerning thing is guards, like just the They have a lot of good they, they, have, they, they have, have guard depth. Yeah, they do. which is gonna be good for New York, but bad for D Rose and his six like or yeah. bad for my pick with D Rose to yeah. win six man of the year. Like yeah, that's the problem. That was like depth at, with the big men is the problem with Evan Mobley. Uh, health for both our most improved player of the years. That's the problem. Yep. Um, my sixth man of the year is uh, Jack Harlow's best friend and Tyler Hero. Uh, this is only a slight bias. I'm trying to not be biased, but then it got me sucked in. I think with Kyle Lowry, like Miami Heat starting lineup this year is going to be Kyle Lowry, Duncan, Jimmy, PJ, Tucker, and uh, Bam. Bam. And then you're going to have Tyler Hero being that secondary ball handler until Aladipo comes. Hey, and if you ask him, if you ask him, he should be in conversation with Luca, Trey Young, and he should. He should. If you ask him. If you ask him. Is now, he, reality, no. absolutely not. Maybe in like the Kevin Herter territory. Yeah. He's Kevin Herter. He, he's got confidence. I'll give him that. But Oh, I mean, I, I love Tyler Hero. I think him as a starter limits him. I don't think he can reach his full potential playing with Kyle Lowry... And Jimmy Butler and Bam. Like, I feel like that's going to be too much. And you have to have Duncan Robinson out there. You have to. Even though he can't play defense, you can't play both of them together. Or yeah. you just go allow all the points. So, 
Tyler Hero as that secondary ball handler coming off the bench. He's he's pretty tall. I think he's like 6'4". He's going to be able to facilitate. I trust that he's going to improve his ball handling. That's why I have him. He's a good shooter. He's a good shooter. Plus, he lives for the big moments. Yeah. Um. Now to the second biggest award. Defensive player of the year. This is the most controversial... So this this was the hardest one for me to choose. For before before we start, we were looking at it because we were talking about these picks who we wanted. Uh, before we had uh, we were looking. It was Bam and Rudy, and then a little sprinkle of Draymond. Rudy can't win the defensive player. Of the he year can't win it again. I hope he don't win again. And it, it needs to go to someone else. Like after after his playoffs. No, he. If you get him three feet away from the basket, you're gonna score. Yeah, it's just there's nothing you can do about it. Curry mixes him. Luca mixed him. Get him on, the, if all, you get him on like, switch, then it's it's done. He can't do anything now. If you look at Bam, Bam can hold his own, right? Yeah. You look at all these guys, all these other guys. Draymond can hold his own on a switch. Draymond's probably one of the best that yeah on switches. Bam has, hey, Bam locked up Steph Curry. I remember that. I'm never going to forget it. I don't remember that. It doesn't matter, you know? I don't remember that, though. I'm going to send you I that. I don't. Will, I, I literally do not remember that. I will. S- I'm going to send you, I, I'm gonna, dude, I'm gonna send you have, the video. You, you, you saved the video. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. My and, Heat's Twitter. And you saved the video. Yeah, I bookmarked it. I think I'm going to forget that. But how, I, how many I, times, I probably uh, saw it, but I definitely forgot it. How many times did Rudy Gobert do that to Steph care. Curry? Huh? How many times did Rudy Gobert block up Steph Curry? I like, don't none. think he did. But also, with a grain of salt, <laughs> Kevin Love locked up Steph Curry. So we're, we're Different not, people have locked up different people. That doesn't mean you're a good defender. But that just shows Bam Adebayo's... Defensive. Bam is a good defender. Yeah, I'm. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm just. I'm just. That's why he's my defensive player of the year. Yeah, I saw that coming. Mine, my my defensive player of the year is someone who we have not mentioned yet. In this entire podcast. No, we have. We we mentioned him at the very very beginning. Oh yeah. When we were talking about Ben Simmons and shooting and. Oh yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, this guy has won it before, has he? Yeah. Yeah, he's won it before. Yeah. I'm trying to think what year what what year that was. Was but that in the year that James Harden won the MVP? It might have been. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. And he, he he's won this award before, mm-hmm. but ever since then people have been kind of slacking on his defense a little bit. I mean, he, he's still a great defender, and he I I I thought he should have been in the conversation for last year. But yeah. my pick is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, That's my pick for defensive player of the year. I don't think he's going to win MVP because if you, if you win MVP, I don't think you're going to win defensive player of the year. Very I, rare. I think that's only happened like yeah. a few times. But if someone could do it, Giannis is definitely the guy to do it. Yeah. But I don't I don't think he's going to win MVP. I think he's going to win defensive player of the year because, I mean, he can he, he's quick enough to move on the perimeter. He's big enough, and, and he has the length to stay in the paint and guard your big man. You know, he's just one of those – yeah, one of those special special abilities. Like it's 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 so special to watch him play defense. I love it, and so I think him. Just I love 
watching Giannis. Exactly. It's one of the most fascinating things. Uh, watching his old highlights and then watching his new highlights, just seeing how he's transformed his body into what he is now. When he was is special. a rookie. If, if y'all haven't seen what Giannis looks like as a rookie... It looks like how what Kevin Durant looks like now. Yeah. But then he turned into a... F- a Greek freak, freak. A Greek freak. A Greek, freak, a Greek of freak. It's straight up. It's awesome. It gets it's incredible. And right? now he's starting to put his shot together a little bit. You know, he's at and least working the, on it. The free throw shooting. Yeah. I'm not surprised if Giannis averages 70% from three. I wouldn't be from free throw. Cuz cuz unlike Ben Simmons, he actually works on the weak the weak, his weaknesses. Yeah. He missed what? He shot 18 free throws in the finals and missed three. Yeah. Fifteen for eighteen in the finals. You you can't game you, six. you can't hack a Giannis like you can hack a Ben. No, not anymore. Not anymore. But boxing one doesn't work for Giannis anymore. Absolutely not. I mean that's but, what the Heat did when in the bubble. But it, it worked. Then they, then. then they tried it again the next year. They got swept. Um. So now this is the big award. Now this is the award of all awards. Well, other than, other than championship, but of personal, of personal individual award. accolades, we're going to go with most valuable player. And I'm I'm, I'm going to go give you the top odds for our top, let's go top six MVPs. Luca's the favorite. It goes then Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. Dame Lillard. Yes. And then wow. LeBron and Jokic are after him. How do you have LeBron twin MVP wait like that at seven? Uh yeah, we was one two three four five six yeah tied for seventh best odds to win. Wow, that. uh, that's something we ain't never seen before. Mm mm. LeBron is seventh in voting to win. Coming into a preseason, yeah, yeah. never seen that. He's always been top three, top five. Uh, yeah, but we got some good young players. So, I, I'd like to start off. Okay, I'm giving you the floor. I, I'm my expect- pick. I'm expecting you to like. You know, us you know, ho- you know who I'm going to pick. Emotions. Everybody knows who I'm going to pick. Everybody knows. If you but let me let me explain why I why I pick him and why he if he doesn't win it why he's not going to win it. Okay. Of course, I'm going with Luka Doncic. Yes. Right. Um, I think his style of play is like no other. It's he's not the most athletic guy. Mm-hmm. He he's not even the most he's not even close to the most athletic guy on his team. Mm-mm. But he gets to his spot and he knows what spots are his spots. Like he knows where he's good at shooting and he knows how to make a move, how to create his own shot, and how to create for other people. One of the that's best why players he, that's to why get he, to his spot. Exactly, Kawhi. Exactly. That's why he's like. Dang near almost averaging a triple double, mm-hmm. right? He he'll have nine assists and like eight and a half rebounds yeah. with with averaging twenty five points, twenty six points, twenty like right? Yeah. My only problem that I have with him winning MVP is if the Mavs are five seed mm-hmm. up, I think he'll win it. Yeah. If the Mavs okay. are where they have been the past three, four years, like six seed, seven seed, you know, maybe even five seed. 
right? Yeah. It just depends. Then he's not going to win them because his team's not good enough. And that's part of the front office's fault, Mark Cuban's fault, for not putting the team around Luka to help the Mavs win. Because okay. you, you, you never hear of a player winning MVP as his team's a 7, 6 seed, 8 seed, playing team. Yeah. It's unheard of. Right? Yeah. So it's like, if he's, if he's a, if his, if the Mavs are a successful team this year, successful as in maybe five seed up, probably ain't gonna end up being a four seed up. I would say f- a, t- a top seed, a top seed. Russell Westbrook was the lowest seeded MVP in NBA history. And what was he? Sixth. Exactly. The next was a third seed. Exactly. So I think so, he has to be at least I. I think four. Four, I think for, four. The M- for the MVP voters, for everybody that enters in about, Mavs would have to be the fourth seed or higher. For him to win MVP. For him to win MVP. But um, but I, I love Luka. Uh, we, I've been fortunate enough to go to a Mavs game with you. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've gone to games. I saw him in his rookie year and then this past year. The difference between that rookie year Luka and this Past year, Luca is out of this world. Oh yeah, maturity. It and bigger, bigger maturity, he, like everything. Yeah, and I think, I think he's great. I think there's a reason why he's projected to be the best, the MVP. Um, so before before I say my MVP, I'm gonna I'm gonna debunk why all the other ones okay. won't be MVP. Luca, I do not think they're gonna be a top four seed. I don't either. Not with the team that we have. Kevin Durant, I think they're going to knock him if James Harden's averaging a 20, 27 points per game. I don't think they're going to let him win the MVP. Exactly. If there's, honestly, even the slightest debate if you're the best player on your team. Uh, Giannis, I just don't think he's going to... They're going to give it to him again. Um, let's go Steph Curry. Um, Former back-to-back. I just don't think the Warriors are going to be that good. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to I see. don't think they're a top four seed. We're going to have to see because Clay's just now coming back. Yeah. You know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see. I'm so excited. I, this Warriors is, is going to be a great I, game. I'm, I can't wait to watch it. I'm so excited to finally watch Steph and Clay back together. The NBA hasn't been the same since Steph it's and Clay. Had, it just hasn't been the same since Steph and Clay quit playing together like Clay's been hurt and they just haven't been able Honestly. to play together it just hasn't been the same Honestly, and I I, I love watching them play the ball oh, movement yeah. the movement off the ball I think that's like, gonna help it's gonna help Draymond too I think, I think like everybody yeah. Wiggins Wiggins is going to benefit a lot from that yes um Damian Lillard I can't say anything bad about it he would it's team his team's just bad but, like, unless he averages... I would love to see Dame win it. If he averages 30-plus, 30 34, like, something ridiculous, like what James Harden did when he won MVP and he was averaging, like, 36 a game, if he does that, then, yeah, sure. I'll give you the MVP. Uh, LeBron, uh, love him. I love LeBron. LeBron's my GOAT. Greatest player of all time. Yep. Um, he's just old. I think he's. This nah. is this is actually the season where he. No. I'm not no. like he doesn't get. He's not MVP people been, level. People have been saying that for the past three. Four gonna, years. I think he's going to be averaging like twenty four, seven and nine. You think he's the best player on his team? Yes. 
Okay. But I think he's going to try and make Anthony Davis the focal point of the offense instead of him being the focal point of the offense. Because I think that's the whole reason why he came to L.A. Yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, no, LeBron, LeBron could easily be listening to this podcast and think, you know what? Max, screw you. I'm going to be 2013 LeBron. Which I would love to see. A, Plus, Le- he's wearing number six. Because LeBron definitely out there listening to the BAM Sports Podcast. Of course. The one and only BAM Sports Podcast. N- no other. No um, other. Jokic. I don't think he's the best center in the league, and he won't win back-to-back. So, who, who is the best center in the league, Max? Who did I leave off that list? Oh. The guy that's per- tied for fourth best odds to win the MVP. It's Joel Embiid. Should, should, if he didn't get hurt last year, he, he was going to win it. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Now, Ben Simmons stuff? No, oh, he's not about that. He doesn't even care about Ben Simmons. He doesn't want Ben Simmons on this team. You know why? Because Ben Simmons has just taken points, we, rebounds, we, and we, maybe we've talked, we've talked, We've talked enough about Ben Simmons. My, my blood's always already been boiling about him. Joel Embiid will be averaging 30 points... And 12 rebounds, and I'm going to say at least four or five assists. Depends. Plus a block and a half. I've thought this out. He is going to be one of the most dominant center seasons. I hope he's healthy. This is contingent on him playing at least 65 to 70 games. It has to be. That's the minimum. I'm going to say 60. I'm going to say 70 games is the limit. He can play no less than 70 games. I'd give him 65. That's the problem. He needs to win an MVP. He has to win an MVP. And this is the year. This is the year. Because Philly fans are sad. You know? It is depressing to see this. So, I'm going to say Joel Embiid is my center. I like it. Joel Embiid is my favorite center to play in 2K. He is my favorite. I've always liked him. Um, and so, yeah. I feel like it's straight up. You know, best center in the league. He's going to lead the Sixers. I think that Sixers could be a top four seed. If he's going to be at that MVP level and he plays at least 70. Yeah, for sure. But, so that's it. I think they're going to be a better team now after getting rid of Ben Simmons. Yeah. But, we'll see. One last... One last subject we are going to be talking about. I just don't know. The NBA Finals prediction and NBA champions of 2022. I have no clue. I honestly, I don't know either. They're good teams this year. You got sleeper teams like the Chicago Bulls, right? You got the... The East? Is the East is better than the West this year? Yes or no? Well, let's look at it. Reigning champs. Bucks. Yeah. Right? A, best, a Ben, a ben Simmons-less Philadelphia 76er. Automatically makes them one of the contender. Exactly. Brooklyn. The, Brooklyn. The powerhouse in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. The sleepers in Chicago. Miami. You got Miami with, I don't know, championship mentality, Kyle Lowry. It's the culture. Jimmy Butler it's and Bam. We got the culture's right. on our side. That's five. Oh, and I think, That's I think five. we can at least include the Celtics. I totally Tatum, forgot about the six. Tatum that's six. and Brown, that's that's six solid, six solid from the East. 
Now we go, we talk about the West, right? Obviously. Now, are we, are we thinking about who's just like top six seeds, or are we talking like contenders? Contender, contenders. Can we knock off the Jazz? Yeah, no, they're, they they don't perform in playoffs. So don't even this, talk about the Jazz. Is, ooh, uh, honestly, or, the, or the Nuggets. Honestly, or the Nuggets. I, I'm, I'm knocking off the Nuggets. I'm going to keep the Jazz because I kind of like what they did in the offseason. I think Rudy Gay, Eric Pascal. Okay. They And I feel like they actually have so, a decent team. Yeah. You got both L.A. teams. No. You don't think the Clippers are? No, I don't think Paul George can do it. Unless they pull off like a Miles Turner trade. Kawhi's out we'll, we'll, we'll put them right here. They're... They're, they're, the they're borderline. Borderline. I give them like a seven, eight seed. Uh, okay. They're good playing the playing tournament. So you got you got the LA. Lakers, the Lakers, right? With the add-ons of Westbrook, all those guys, all those all old, of, all the guys that they, we cherished when we were see, ten years old. The thing is, everybody on the Lakers has experience now. Almost all of them have played in at least an Eastern or Western Conference final. Yeah, I mean, you look at, of course, LeBron, Anthony Davis, you know. Russell, Russell Westbrook played in the NBA Finals. Dwight Howard's played. Dwight Howard. Champion and has champion, played NBA Finals. NBA Finals, right? You got all these guys. Rondo. Rondo Rondo's back. Two-time NBA. West, Carmelo Anthony's been in the Western Mello. Conference Finals. He was this close to making the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Or NBA Finals. And so you got... You got Phoenix? Did you say Phoenix? I haven't. I haven't been to Phoenix. I only got two teams down. Oh. The Jazz and Lakers, right? Phoenix coming Phoenix. off their finals run. Yeah. Right. I, I was rooting for them to win it. Weird team. Weird situation going on with contracts. Yeah. They signed. It's different. It's different. They signed Bridges to ninety million, but they can't agree to a contract with Aiton. I don't think that's going to be a big deal this we'll, year. They'll figure that's, it out. That's next offseason. Do we put the Mavericks in there? I don't think we do. I think there's teams that we can say beforehand. I don't think the Mavs are a contender this year. I mean, no. it depends on how Luka plays. I did, and yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a diehard Mavs fan. But yeah. what what we've done with our team to support Luka, it's not good. It's not good enough. When your second best player is Tim Hardaway Jr., you're not going to win ABA Finals. I think you guys were banking so hard on getting Goran, and it failed. Obviously, I well, felt like that. Even with Goran, I don't think we would be. No, no, I'm just saying like. That would have helped. I mean, but that like, would have helped a little bit. I mean, we're not saying the Nuggets are going to be. Nuggets throw them out. They never perform in the playoffs. Right? Unless, unless they're unless they're in the bubble and they're down 3-1. Yeah. I mean... The Blazers are out of the question. I think... Okay, so I think the Clippers, the Nuggets, the... The Mavs. The Clippers, the Mavs, those four teams... Are the bubble teams, or they're they're, you, you they're think a sixth, and then Memphis. I no, I think, and then I'm honestly, I'm I think Timberwolves could reach the ten seed just to they could put they could reach the plan. Yeah, we got six teams that are not, not not like the East where they're on the top. They're just six teams that are all on the same level. That's what's making it so hard to yes. pick the top. So if if you were to ask me right now, I don't have any clue who's I'm, gonna win I, the NBA Finals. I have I can't I can't. I don't, I don't even that. know who's gonna be in it. I couldn't even tell who's gonna the be in safe, it. The I mean, we could go like safest bet is Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Lakers. Yeah, but I that was the same thing last year. I don't think that's going to happen. It's the same thing, especially if the powerhouse in Brooklyn breaks we up forgot, with Kyrie. For the Eastern Conference, we forgot the Hawks. Oh, uh, 
I think the Hawks could make it back. Hey, if they could get that killer mentality, man. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that let me, let me look at the Western Conference. Let's Okay, I'm just going to go through real quick. Timberwolves, 10 seed at best. Thunder out. Jazz, yes. Uh, Trailblazers, bubble. Nuggets, bubble. Grizzlies, bubble. Rockets, no. Pelicans, no. Spurs, you think the Grizzlies no. have a chance? Yeah, I think John Morant's even going to take another step. To be... Finals con- like contenders. No, I'm just saying like bubble, like play-in. Oh, oh okay. This is like, yeah. Spurs out. Mavs, I think they can on, get on the, the border. Borderline. 5-6 seed. Warriors, yes. Yeah, if it depends on if Clay. I think Curry himself almost. Well, they're in the bubble. With, they're in the bubble. They're, they're in the play-in, playing with just Curry. Yeah. Lakers, yes. Clippers. Maybe. Bubble. Suns, yes. Kings, nah. nah. No, not even close. It's not even a... It's a heck no. So, what? So we had Jazz. We had the Jazz, the Mavs, the Warriors, the Lakers, and the Suns. It's five teams that we think are... on the That are better than the play-in tournament. I mean, I guess so. If I had to choose out all those teams... The safe I bet? Have to, I have to choose the Lakers. Just gotta go safe bet. I have right to go Lakers, and then in the Eastern Conference, I have absolutely no. Now, problem. so much stuff can change within the first month of the of the season. Of course, uh, so much can change. There could be a big time injury. Yeah, there could be a suspension. Of course, because we there, always have that. There's always that one. Exactly. There can be any anything can happen. So, a gun to your head. The Martians have the death beam on Earth. You had to pick one team in the NBA Finals. As much as I, as much as I hate, to, I don't want to say it, man, because I just don't like Brooklyn. I just don't like Brooklyn. I don't trust what they got going on. Yeah. I. I'll say Bucks go back to back. That's that's a safer bet for me. Bucks go back to back. I think. I, I like that, but I don't know if I want to take that. Divincenzo's healthy now. I think I'm just gonna stick with the Lakers. Lakers, they got the experience. I say it's gonna be Lakers Bucks finals. They're they're not young like they like they have been in the past. Like they're they they got dudes that are 34, 35, 36, 33, 32. They have every single player that we cherished when we were ten years old. Exactly. It was a great exactly. time when we were ten years old. And now it's like I kinda wanna root for them because those are like the players that I cheer for. Now they're all on the same team. Like say less. It's like I made them in two K. Um, so that's it. Let's go th- run through real quick before we head out of here. Uh, my predictions. Joel Embiid, best center in the league, is going to win the MVP. Bam Adebayo, my favorite center in the league, is going to win defense player of the year. My favorite, uh, white boy, uh, Tyler Hero, is going to win sixth man of the year. OG Anunoby is going to win most improved. Evan Mobley, my favorite rookie, is going to win rookie of the year. And my NBA champ is the Milwaukee Bucks. For me, I got my favorite player... And Luka Doncic winning the MVP. I got a former Defensive Player of the Year winning again. again in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Sixth man of the year, I got former MVP Derrick Rose coming off the bench in New York. Um, my most improved most improved player, which is probably my favorite pick out of all, all of these, I like Michael Porter Jr. I think he's going to take an extra step this year, mm-hmm. take that next uh, score, score kind of role. And... I think he's going to be successful at that. Number two option, net. awesome. Exactly. And my rookie of the year, Jalen Green, number one option. 
on 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 for for his first year, he's the number one option. Not I bad. think he can get about eighteen, eight between eighteen to twenty points a game, and nothing up. You can't beat that when you're a rookie, man. And so, and then my NBA champs, I'm gonna go with the uh, washed up Lakers. They're not washed up. I was quote quotation. Air quotes, air quotes. There was quotation marks, but no, I'm going. I'm gonna go with the LA Lakers. All right. And so, even well, though they they ain't got the shooters, but they just got the experience. They got the players. They have they have the pieces that they need. Yeah. And if they if they need to make a shot, they'll make a shot. And so that's those are my predictions. We did it. And we made it, the NBA season, the 2021-2022, the 75th season of the NBA begins tonight at 6.30. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. It's going to be a great season. Can't wait. It's going to be a great season. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We got, this is a good time for the BAM Sports Podcast. Uh, We're going to have the CJ Rogers interview up this week. Hey, I hope I, I think y'all saw the big time. If you saw on big our time announcement, I got we got former Seahawks linebacker Lofa Tatapu, all pro with the Seahawks. It was uh, I got to talk to him on ins- through DM on Instagram, and he's gonna come on. We're gonna probably gonna be in the first week of November. That yep. pot's gonna be up. Um, it's gonna be. I'm excited about that. That's gonna be a fun one. We, we're big time now. We're big time now, but yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there we're slowly getting there. and surely, but, but we're doing it. Yeah. If we y'all think, if y'all haven't already, go follow the Instagram, Twitter at bam underscore sports pod. You know, I think we're gonna be making a YouTube channel here soon. To film some of these. Yeah, definitely and YouTube, so, TikTok. We're gonna try and so, expand. Yeah. So, but make sure y'all go follow the Instagram and Twitter at bam underscore sports pod. Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate all of you guys, and we will see you guys soon. All right, see ya.